the results of my leaving Twitter and Reddit. So for the past, how long has it been now? Two, three weeks? I haven't really been using Twitter. I have tweeted out maybe three or four times, specifically like announcements. Uh, and I haven't read like the timeline or anything like that or I think I've replied to one person or something. I deleted Twitter off my mobile devices and I don't have it as like one of my bookmarks that I open. Like I have to specifically type in Twitter if I want to go there. Has my life improved? My life has not changed all that much at all really. Don't think I'm better mentally. It's just I no longer look at Twitter. Twitter was not in any way, shape or form the cause of any of my problems, you know. If anything, I just uh, increased my usage of other social media to compensate. I look at more comments on YouTube and stuff. I'm also using Reddit less. Uh, I made myself a secondary account, so I can't see where everyone's tagging me, because a lot of the times people are tagging me just to say mean things to me. I also don't have Reddit for, as one of my bookmarks anymore, and so I've been using it far less. Deleted it off my mobile devices. Has my life improved? Not really. I do think my life is better by comparison to uh, had I kept using them and uh, and dealt with the uh, abuse a bit more that was being sent my way. I mean, I did go on my old account for like one day and just immediately saw these amazingly stupid messages and responded to some of them and felt so dumb for doing so. It was just such a waste of goddamn time. I've since deleted those comments and once more on... I've once more logged out from the account. So I suppose at least not wasting time responding to stupid comments has uh, probably improved my life a bit, I suppose. But I didn't have much reason to do that before. There's a lot of toxicity on Twitter these days. It really depends on who you are and how you use it. For the average person, how much toxicity, toxicity you engage with just depends on who you follow. For someone who people actively want to send messages to, like it's uh, somewhat hard to avoid. The mental weight of being a highly popular person online can be really tough. And I think of myself as a highly popular person, just maybe a somewhat popular person. But obviously the upsides of this career far outweigh the downsides. Some people have killed themselves over Twitter comments. I find that really hard to believe. If a Twitter comment is uh, the last thing that you receive before you uh, end your own life, I, I'm going to say you had more problems than that Twitter comment before you received that comment, you know. A person who is... Uh, Mentally all there isn't ending their life over a Twitter comment. It's not like mentally healthy person goes on Twitter reads a single Twitter comment. That's it. I'm done. I'm out son. This world ain't worth living. This life ain't worth living. The biggest GTA cheater was unbanned. Had GTA ever had any major cheaters? Not to my knowledge. Oh, if you mean GTA in gen general, then yes. We've had one, which was Anti. Is Anti the only one? Like, major cheater, not like, you know, person accidentally breaks the rules or something. You really want me to re-explain the anti story? If you're really keen for it, you can type exclamation mark rambles and search for anti. Tell the anti story. Okay, so anti was a very well-known, popular, much-liked uh, speedrunner for many of the older GTAs. Uh, San Andreas... GTA 3, I think, you know, I, maybe, you know, Vice City as well, definitely. Over the years, a handful of things had come to light where something looked a little bit sus and people were like, oh, oh you know, that's just, you know, old games being weird, something speeding up a little bit, this is fine, nothing too suspicious. It, it seemed as though no one wanted to believe Anti was a cheater because, you know, they'd known him for so long, right? 
And but then suddenly one day, someone noticed that uh, his bike in Vice City was creating this smoke, and it was, the person was like, what, what, "What? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't happen with my bike." And so they spent some time trying to get this same smoke to appear, and it just couldn't happen. Uh, whatever they did, they could not find a way to get this bike to make the smoke that Anti was receiving. And the reason for this is that the bike would only make that smoke when it's above a certain speed, and a, a non-tampered with bike can't have that speed. So Anti had subtly increased the speed of this bike to make it go faster, beyond what it was meant to be able to. So they were cheating, effectively. Other, one, other runs were examined, and this had happened in a variety of spots. I think there was a truck in San Andreas. Same thing had happened where uh, the truck was moving faster than it should have been able to. So Anty was tinkering with the values of the vehicles in the game. So unless you're doing like a side-by-side -side comparison, you aren't going to notice because like, you know, you're sh shaving off a second or two here or there or whatever. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how much, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like doubling of the speed, which is an increase in speed. So they were banned, all their runs removed, or almost all of them, I'm not sure the exact ruling or whatever. Anty went on to be a Super Mario 64 speedrunner, to my knowledge. I'm not sure if they're still running, but it's, uh, when you get banned in one community, it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be banned in all other communities, right? And that's the last I heard of this story. I'm not sure where Anty is today. Um, I think they're running under a different name or something, I'm not sure. But uh, that is the biggest cheating scandal in um, GTA speedrunning history that I'm aware of. Oh, Anti did get unbanned, did they? How long was their ban for, Rello? Thought it was two plus years? Hmm. Was there any part of the story that I missed out, Rello? Has been quite a long time since I've thought about it. I mean, honestly, it's one thing to get away with cheating uh, when people have no real reason to suspect you, greater than any normal person. It's another thing to try and get away with it when people know you as a cheater and will scrutinize everything you do. And the main reason for getting unbanned was that he continued being active in the community and doing runs. Maybe that shows a sense of remorse and commitment and stuff. And yeah, At the end of the day, it has nothing to do with me. Whatever the runners feel best for them is uh, what's best for them, right? That's my attitude I take with basically any decision made in any speedrunning community. I can speak on what I would do, but then again, uh, I don't really know what I would do. I can only speculate and it doesn't seem like a useful thing to do. Stay gold, Viper, never cheat, stay pure. Uh, you may have heard me reference before, winning is almost secondary for me to winning in a way that I can feel some sort of sense of achievement in. I hate winning in what I consider to be a cheap way. I don't like taking the easy way out in anything. The unnecessary burdens of my no damage runs. Man, it is hard doing this run when I know I'm not in a good mood, chat. I need to get used to being okay with being boring and not making jokes and stuff in the runs. Like, it's, it's more of a pressure than the run itself, being boring. Get in a good mood? It's hard, dude. I can't just keep waiting to be in a good mood to do these runs. I just gotta accept that the video on YouTube can potentially be boring, you know? Spending these last, you know, five months of being able to succeed, doing new jokes and trying to be in a good mood and stuff for every run, it's fucking destroyed me. I'd rather you talking less and focusing more than talking more and focusing less. The thing is, like, in the scenes where it matters to focus, it's not like I'm... I'm not focusing on the game. I do focus on the game. But certainly, having to do the explanations while I'm doing stuff and whatnot is a bit burdensome. But I mean, I've taken this upon myself. I don't need to do these things, although it is a part of my job. I prefer to do these things. 
It's just again unfortunate that the game cheated me out of success for five fucking months. The psychological failings that lead to the supernatural. No, I don't believe in ghosts. It's all um, the psychological failings of people. So I mean, I, people sounds like I'm saying like uh, the other people. No, I mean like literally everyone. Our brains do these shortcuts for efficiency where we're going to be right, you know, 99% of the time. But in that 1%, it causes us to, uh, you know, see things that aren't there or get feelings that are unwarranted to have and whatnot. That once upon a time uh, would have been a useful su for survival, but in our modern world, it's uh, it more often than not leads us astray. Like if you look around the world with everyone's ideas of the supernatural and stuff, the commonalities between them are effectively non-existent. They, but if you look at them with a, an understanding of human psychology and then apply it to their environment, all their, all the supernatural stuff makes absolute sense. The commonalities between cultures aren't in uh, another world of another dimension parallel to our own, but in the our reality and that of our, us all having roughly the same brain. What sucks is you can know about these failings and still find yourself falling victim to them, you know? Stop yourself occasionally and go, do I really have uh, sufficient justification to believe this? Why am I actually believing this? You know, do that as much as possible. It can be time consuming, but you'll, uh, you'll end up believing what is likely going to be more true things. Or at least having uh, a reasonable justification for what you do believe. It's certainly possible to be justified in what you believe and still believe something that is false, you know? A relic of my old channels that still existed on YouTube. Yeah, one of my really, really, really old videos got picked up by the algorithm recently. So for those unaware, I had a really old YouTube channel called Dark Viper 88888. Actually, I had like two or three channels, but that's the one that I did like personal videos on and stuff way back in, you know, 2013 or whatever. And, and for years after that, like I started it 2013. Back in the early days of YouTube, people used to mirror videos for promotion. So like, They'd be like, hey man, I like your video. I have a YouTube channel that has a similar theme. Do you want me to mirror your video? As in, you give me the video, I'll upload it, and my audience will see your video and potentially go subscribe to you. And I allowed a channel to do this for one of my older videos, where I was just talking about the inability of people to choose to believe things. Like you often hear people say, you choose to believe what you do, and that's just not the case. Which I've talked about in rambles a handful of times. And I've talked about in rambles better than I talked about in that old video. But since, you know, what, what year was it? I don't know, 2014, when I let them mirror this video, uh, I've deleted that channel. And so that mirrored video stands as like one of the only videos from that era that, of my life that still exists on YouTube. I've actually drafted an, an email to, the, uh, to YouTube asking them to take it down but I didn't send it. In a weird way, despite that the video isn't very good, um, it's like the last relic of an era of my life. And uh, while not being a nostalgic person, I had trouble sending the email. It was a much simpler time, you know? Not a better time, but a simpler one. I do still have all the videos though, like one of my hard drives somewhere, but it's not the same. And certainly you never know as a content creator what things from your past will eventually come to bite you in the ass or negatively impact you. Uh, as a content creator, it just seems to be in your best interest just to remove stuff that doesn't seem to have any value. 
while you might end up missing out on a little bit of value that, you know, maybe one of your old videos pops off or something, I think it's a higher likelihood that uh, something from your past bites you in the ass rather than uh, giving you benefit today, you know. Invincible and underage main characters. Did the ramble about Invincible come out? Or is that another ramble that's coming out? I'm not sure. But that show has really stuck with me. I love the memes from that show. There's a new one I've seen on TikTok where like, um, I think the first time I saw it was a dude speaking to his son. And he's, he's like, oh son, you're watching Avatar. He's like, oh yeah, dad, it's great. He's like, oh, that's good, son. He's like, oh yeah, Korra's the greatest Avatar. And then the dad turns back and the image turns to uh, uh, Omni-Man or whatever, <laughs> looking back in judgment or whatever. Like, it, it, if you've seen it, it's, it's very fun. <laughs> As if he's about to, like, beat the fuck out of his son, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, which isn't, obviously, funny in... Yeah, look, okay, okay you, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's just funny. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I just like the meme, okay? Yes, that was it. Hitting your kid is funny. That, that's it. I'll just make another son. What, 17 more years? Why does every one of these heroes or whatever have to be, like, underage? Well, is it, was it 18 years? Is he actually underage? Invincible got removed two more seasons? That makes sense. It's a great show. Yeah, he's 17, yeah. I remember watching Hunter Hunter, and, like, it never dawned on me. Like, it, it never occurred to me in the show that Killua and Gon are 13 or whatever. Which is, you know, like a trope of anime or whatever, where it's like, I'm six years old and I have the power to destroy planets or whatever. Like, it, just, it just doesn't occur to me. I was like, oh, oh, right, obviously, you know. And even watching the show, um, like some subtle stuff, it's not really that subtle, but it didn't really, like it didn't really um, uh, mentally process it. Like all the, what's the dude who's basically a pedophile in Hunter Hunter? What's his name again? Hosoka? Yeah. Like, I, I knew he was a creepy dude, but I never really, it never really hit me that he's, uh, interested in Gon and Killua because he's, uh, interested in kids or whatever. What I'm saying is, why does every fucking hero have to be underage? It's just weird. You make it past the testing in Hunter Hunter? Hunter Hunter is, like, one of the greatest shows of any genre ever. Especially sad to know that the, uh, author, um, slowly, uh, He's helped the grade or whatever, and uh, the hiatus has got longer and longer. My favorite trope anime character. My favorite character in anime is always the old powerful dude. I was the dude's um, like I, I liked Ban in um, One Punch Man. Um, that martial artist dude, and um, the 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 is it Zeno Zeno in Hunter Hunter. There's the old Asian dude who holds his hands behind his back that everyone underestimates and he just kicks the shit out of everyone. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, Uncle Ivo as well, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Avatar in a long time, but uh, Uncle Iro uh, sticks with me. Well, especially, um, that's, that's where he gets put in prison, or whatever. He just works out like every day and uh, leaves it like massively muscular and bulky or whatever. They, that, that reveal of his physique is a funny scene. I gotta watch that show again. I'm curious how much it uh, holds up for me. My pizza innovations. I was about to put my pizza in the oven. It was a pepperoni pizza. I was like, wait a second. There's only a small amount of pepperoni on this pizza, but what if I put my own pepperoni on there and salami 
And like I've got three, there's another one, right? It's pepperoni, salami, what's the other one? I'm gonna figure this out. There's shaved salami. Oh, so I have Danish salami, Hungarian salami, and pepperoni. And so I added more of that stuff on the pizza and then put it in the oven and it was great. I know I hadn't considered that before, like limiting myself to what the man wants on my fucking pizzas. Nonsense. The sky is the limit now. I know I'm gonna put different shit on my pizza next time too. My life has been changed forever. I am terrible at doing washing. I also once more chat forgot to put out my laundry. Every day I wake up and I'm like, why do I have no clothes? Oh yeah, I set my, uh, my washing to be washed and I didn't put it out. So this is now the third day in a row I've started my washing machine on the same bunch of clothes. I don't want them getting moldy or whatever in there, so I just keep washing them. Eventually, after my stream, I'll remember to put them out. Eventually, one day. How often do I do laundry? When I run out of clothes. Do I have a closet full of tank tops? Well, it used to be full of tank tops. <laughs> now it's not. <laughs> I haven't done any washing, you're not listening. Changes to emotes on Twitch. Oh yeah, guys, I've uh, added a new emote, D-Viper Pride. Like I ordered like a heap of different emotes and I just forget about them because Grey takes however long she takes or whatever. And I'm just like, whatever. They'll get done when they get done. They messaged me yesterday, they'll give me the emotes and normally they um like they give me the basic designs and then I decide if I want them or what, what I want to change. But they did the Pride emote immediately. Uh, presumably, I know because they're trans and it's Pride Month or whatever, they're like, oh, this is a good idea to have like this done immediately as fast as possible. So they just did that one earlier than all the rest. That's why there aren't any other new emotes. There's only the new Pride emote. But as I say, good timing for the month and all that stuff. So, so it worked out well. I had to remove Devapa's suit though for it. Twitch has announced that they're adding five new follower emotes and five new animated emotes. And there'll be an emote library. So like even when you remove an emote like it isn't active for everyone it'll still be in the library library on the back end so you don't have to keep re-uploading them whenever you uh want to add a new emote back uh so i'm gonna get 10 more emote slots basically and i do have a bunch more emotes that have been made so we'll have slots for them it's gonna be hard to decide which ones are gonna be follower emotes though um we're gonna have to like just i'm prob what i'm probably gonna do is find the five most used emotes and make them into follower emotes i think Oh no, the Pride emote will stick around forever. It's it's a great emote. I do think Twitch has long ago become too saturated with emotes. It's like every announcement is, uh, you know, new emotes or raid emotes or, or, you know. Once upon a time, there was just such a small selection of emotes, but now with Frank and FaceZ, better Twitch TV and stuff, like, the ship has sailed. Like, everyone has basically unlimited emotes kind of thing. It can be fine for individual creators, but for the platform as a whole, there's no, like, Identity to emotes now, you know, the, um, I, I should have shown you guys the new emotes the uh, The new twitch prime emote is pretty goddamn good It's it's basically the current prime emote, but it's not winking and it has the rant jacket because <laughs> the twitch jacket technique Follower emotes can only be used on the channel in which they are unlocked. Oh I guess they wanted to make it so that they uh, can't be used as advertisements on the other streams That makes sense. Thank you for that information Lowest percent GTA 5 speedrun. You got the fastest 0% run? Wow. Are you being serious? Because that category actually exists. On the extended um, categories uh, for GTA 5, there's a lowest percent bad ending, and it's just fail as fast as possible. 
And the fastest failure you can do is having Michael get shot by the guard while you're Trevor. My HyperX Alloy Origins Core Tank Healers keyboard. Oh, this HyperX keyboard that I have, by the way, they're tank healers, fucking amazing. Guess what? Not a single key, not a single one, had keyboard chatter. Keyboard chatter being when you press a button at double strokes and press the button twice, even though you've only pressed it once. Exact same switches as Logitech, but look at that. No problems with the board. Ain't that crazy? This board is like half the price of the Logitech board. Infinitely better designed, and the keys are not 30% glitched. Crazy. Which more is it? I can't remember what it's called, man. I really can't. It's like alloy or something. Can someone remember what my board is called? Also great is that the uh, cable is on its side. So it doesn't wedge against my wall. I still don't love where the cable is. Uh, it's very good for my use case though, but I definitely would have preferred it if it was under the board. But, uh, you know, got almost everything I want in this keyboard. My Griffland sponsored video. Not a lot of people watched my, um... It is Driftlands. Yeah, it is Driftlands. Yeah, um, I, not, not a lot of people watched my Driftlands video. Might be my worst performing video ever. But, uh, I thought the video turned out pretty well. I was stressing as to how I was going to make it at all because it was not my kind of content that I normally make stuff out of and it's a it's a new game so not very well known so I had to keep in enough stuff so people understand what's going on but also make it not super long you know not going to appeal to a lot of people but I think uh, I think I did okay so when you make a video that doesn't appeal to your current audience the algorithm will show it to your current audience and people won't click on it and it'll be like, oh, well, this must not be a very good video. And it shows it to some new people as well. And when the game isn't very well known or popular or whatever, those new people aren't going to click it either. And so the algorithm's like, oh, well, it must be a really bad video. Uh, and then it stops recommending it to people. If it can't find uh, a grip in your core audience or uh, a wider audience, why would it waste its time recommending it, you know? No, I mean, that's, that makes sense for the algorithm to do. I mean, would you want to be shown content you don't want to watch? Certainly there's heaps of people out there who would have loved to watch the video, but it's just the algorithm can't identify these people perfectly, you know? One viewer streamer overlays. I saw this meme uh, yesterday, where it's like uh, the experience of watching a one viewer streamer, and he clicks on a stream, and it's like 90% of the screen is like, alerts, uh, notifications, things that say latest follower, latest dono and stuff, and the screen is so cluttered, and I'm like, that's really funny because it's so true. I go to all these uh, smaller streams, even hundreds of viewers, and the layout is just so bad, and so much of the screen is taken up by just excess stuff that isn't gameplay or webcam or whatever, and it, I, I want to say, hey, you should just change this, but it feels so wrong giving people that kind of uh, criticism that's, uh, you don't know how they're gonna respond to it, you know? Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.